welcome everybody. I uh, hope your Christmas was everything that you wanted it to be. And if not, uh, I hope you were still able to sense and to celebrate the hope and the joy and the peace that the birth of Jesus brings in spite of our circumstances. You know, every year we spend weeks getting ready for Christmas. In fact, some of you spend months making sure that the decorations are up, that you get the right gifts, that you wrap them just right. But then Christmas morning comes and it seems like it go, it's all over way too fast. I mean, I remember when our kids were little. You know, we'd spend all that time getting the gifts ready and then Christmas morning would come and there'd be this, you know, flurry of paper and packages and squeals of delight. And then, man, before 10 o'clock, it was over. The kids were either crashed on the couch or down in their room playing with their toys. And, you know, Terry and I are left with the aftermath of all the stuff that we have to clean up. Now, certainly things are a little bit different at the Lee House this year with all of our kids being grown, but it still feels like Christmas goes by too fast. And, and I don't know about you, but I, I kind of find myself in this weekend between Christmas and New Year every year just feeling a little post-Christmas hangover, a little Christmas is gone blues. I don't know whether it's because I have to start getting the decorations up and putting them up in the attic or whether it's just the fact that I have to wait a whole nother year for Christmas to come around. But I just always find it kind of a, a down time, at least for me. And I know some of you are on the other end of the emotional spectrum now that Christmas is over because secretly you're kind of glad. Christmas is over because it's such a stressful, busy time for you. And now you're looking forward maybe to having a little downtime uh, over this next week. Or maybe you're glad Christmas is over because this year Christmas was incredibly difficult for you. Maybe you were facing that first Christmas without that loved one and there was something missing. Someone was missing from your Christmas celebration or or maybe for you, like they do every year, the holidays seem to just shine a spotlight on what's broken or what's dysfunctional in your family relationships or maybe even in your own life. But whatever you're feeling this weekend, I've got some great news for you. Because just because Christmas is over, the impact of Jesus' birth on our daily lives keeps going every day, every week, forever. And you know, changing your outlook really starts with changing where you look. You know, throughout this uh, Simply Christmas message series, we've seen for the last three weeks how the birth of Jesus didn't change the circumstances of the people who were a part of that first Christmas. And celebrating the birth of Jesus doesn't really change the circumstances of our lives, but it can change our focus. It gives us a true hope, a true peace, a true joy that we can look to in the situations of our life. You know, we've all heard that saying, you know, things are looking up. And when people say that, what they mean is that 
Things are getting better. Things are starting to turn around. They're turning a corner in their life. But see, here's the deal. Things can really only start looking up if you choose to start looking up. There's this cheesy old poem, rhyme, whatever you want to call it. I heard it years ago. Uh, in fact, I actually heard a pastor friend of mine use it uh, just last week in a Christmas sermon. And uh, it, here's how the little poem goes. Two prisoners looked longingly out through the bars. One saw mud, the other saw stars. Yeah, I know. Super cheesy, and I kind of laughed and smirked when I heard my friend say that. But you know, when I stopped and thought about it, there's a lot of truth in that cheesy little poem. You know, we can choose to look down in despair, or we can choose to look up in hope. And that's what Christmas does for us. You know, it's interesting that throughout the Bible, God tells his people to lift your eyes, to lift up your eyes. God says it to Abraham and Jacob. He says it also to Moses and Elijah. Jesus even says it to his followers. And I believe that Jesus would say that to many of us today, to lift up our eyes, to change what we are focusing on. You know, 700 years before the birth of Jesus, Isaiah prophesied that the Messiah would come, that Jesus would be born. And in that prophecy, he not only told us that our Savior was coming, but he described how that Savior would help us be able to look up no matter what was going on in our lives. That prophecy is found in Isaiah chapter 40. And so if you have a, uh, a Bible or a Bible app with you, I'd love for you to follow along. We're going to begin at verse 9. And, and remember, this is God speaking to Isaiah, telling him what he is to tell God's people. Verse 9 says, Shout out loud the good news. Shout it out and don't be afraid. Say to the towns of Judah, Hear is your God. Look, the Lord your God is coming with power to rule all the people. Look, he will bring reward for his people. He will have their payment, the payment for their sin, with him. Do you notice Isaiah says it's not just the fact that God is coming to be with us, to rescue us. But he's also reminding us that we have to look to him. We have to change where we're looking. Listen, I know things haven't gone the way that we wanted this year, especially this past year. But where we choose to look, or maybe I should say who we choose to look to, it changes everything in our lives. I also recognize that maybe for some of you, this idea of looking to God for your hope, for your help, is difficult. You're afraid to look to God because someone told you that God was mad at you or, or somehow God is desiring to punish you and to even the score for your sins and your failures. And if you're feeling that today, then verse 11 is your verse because look at what it says. He takes care 
of his people like a shepherd. He gathers them like lambs in his arms and carries them close to him. He gently leads the mothers of the lambs. You see that gentleness there, that that tenderness that God has for you? That's how God feels towards you. He loves you. He's not mad at you. He's not looking to punish you. He's coming to rescue you and sustain you in whatever you're going through today. Now, this prophecy not only tells us that God is great and gentle, but it also tells us that Jesus is personal and he is powerful. Notice verse 12. It says, Who else has held the oceans in his hands? Who has measured off the heavens with his fingers? Who else knows the weight of the earth or has weighed the mountains and hills on his scale? And then skip down to verse 22. It says, God sits above the circle of the earth. He spreads out the heavens like a curtain and makes his tent from them. That's who our God is. This gentle baby who is small enough to fit in a manger is a God who is big enough to place the stars in the sky and to hold them in place. That's who our God is. Look, I'm not saying that your problems and struggles are small. I'm not minimizing those problems. I'm just telling you that no matter how big your problems are, no matter how tough your struggle is today, our God is bigger. The more you begin to look up to Him, to focus on how big He is, the smaller your problems become. And it's there that Isaiah shares these words that are familiar to many of us in this prophecy. He says, look up into the heavens. Who created all the stars? He brings them out like an army, one after another, calling each by his name. How can you say the Lord does not see your troubles? He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. Look, I don't know if you've ever been out on a dark, clear night, out away from town and all the lights, and just seen how many stars are in the sky. And just to think that every one of those stars is a sun, just like our sun. Some are bigger, some are smaller, but these are huge heavenly bodies. And yet God places every one of them right where they are. He, he knows their name. Every time a, a star implodes and disappears, God is aware of it. That's how big, that's how strong, that's how powerful our God is. And yet at the same time, with all of that power and all of that strength, look at what he wants to do with it. It says he gives that power to the weak and he gives strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired and, and young men will fall in exhaustion. 
but those who trust in the Lord, those who look up, those who lift up their eyes to the Lord will find new strength. They'll soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. I don't know what you're feeling in this post-Christmas weekend. I don't know what you're facing in this new year, 2021. But I do know this. If you will choose to look up, to lift up your eyes, to focus on God, this God who is big enough to hold the stars in place and loving enough to come into our world in a manger. He'll give you the strength you need to get through whatever you're going through. And that's our hope. That's our prayer for you as we wind down 2020 and head into a new year. And even though we're not meeting in person at our campuses this week or next week, we want to come alongside you. We want to connect with you. Just reach out to us through whatever social media platform you're joining us with today and let us help you take your next step in your faith journey, a journey that moves your eyes from being downcast to being lifted up and allow God to give you the hope and the strength you need to get through whatever you're going through in your life. We love you here at Cedar Creek Church. We're so thankful you joined us today. And I'm going to take just a moment to pray for us as we head into this new year. Would you pray with me? God, I do thank you for this reminder on this side of our Christmas celebration to remind us of this truth you shared 700 years before that first Christmas that you are the God who hung the stars in the sky. Help us, Lord, to look up and know that you have the power and strength we need. Help us, Lord, make choices and decisions that move our focus from ourselves, from the stuff of this world, and from the struggles of this life and find our hope our joy and our peace in you. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.